0: The, recorded piece, live. On in the world today, amen. Last week, uh, for those who were on the call, the subject was domestic violence within the gospel community. Um, as you know, James Fortune was uh, a perpetrator um, of that on his wife, and so we had a very heated discussion on last week uh, about that occurring. On this week, though, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, congregants being allowed uh, to take guns into uh, the churches. And um, a recent law in Mississippi uh, would allow churches to create um, armed security squads to protect um, the church members. Um, Let's see. Hold on one second. And it says um, that, sorry, y'all there? Hello? Okay, just want to know. And it says uh, that the Mississippi Senate Senate just passed a bill that would allow churches to train members to carry guns and act as security guards during religious services and exempt them from legal action if they use their weapons. This will allow a church to have a sergeant at arms to protect the church body, just like we have in the legislature, uh, Sean Tyndale said, A Republican state senator uh, was quoted as saying by the Charleston Leisure. Um, Tyndale pointed to last year's massacre at the church in Charleston, South Carolina, as an example of why churches need an armed guard. Now, to help with this discussion, I've asked uh, Pastor Laura Baxter of the Rainer Church Christian Church in Sunnyvale, California, along with Elder Baxter, who is also a member of the same church, but who is also a clinical uh, psychologist with, hold on, I can tell you that in a second or I'll just have her come on and tell you as well. Laura, are you there? I'm, I'm here, but uh, the okay. church name is Rayner Park Christian Church, that's okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> just look at the park, um, and I'm not sure if the elder uh, back is on yet, he is trying okay. to get in now, he's having some difficulties, but I'm here. No problem, no problem, <laughs> but so um, on our discussion on today, Mississippi Bill lets churches create an armed security guard, that's different for us. Churchgoers uh, who have been going to church for years, that has never been a problem. But going forward, this is a comment that came from. Uh, well, this is actually the truth. Gun-free zones are considered soft, easy targets. In this day and time, it is quite apparent that criminals and terrorists have viewed churches, schools, government buildings, and other gun-free zones as easy, soft targets to do their dirty deed. For example, it took less than 45 seconds for a recent California massacre to occur, even though the police who had just completed an active shooter training not two miles away were armed and ready to respond. Police cannot be everywhere, so we need to protect ourselves upon backup or police can't arrive. Our forefathers knew that to be true, even back in their day when they set up the Bill of Rights The first 10 amendments of the Constitution, which includes the second amendment, protecting our freedom to keep and bear arms. History has shown that a population that has been disarmed immediately becomes a people under dictatorship. And before I ask you to comment on that, uh, Pastor Laura Baxter, I just wanted to remind everyone and thank you for tuning in to T25. C. L. slash Galaxy Radio. You're here with the host Sandra Keys at Keys to the Kingdom. Amen. All right, Miss uh, Pastor, Baxter, what do you have to say? What, about have, that? I, what What struck me about that is is the part at the very beginning when you when it talks about uh, um, you know having guns, having people that that uh, no non-gun areas are targets for for gun violence and um i i you know i i have a problem with that um being in the church as a as a, as a pastor there is always a um a, a mindset of safety because the church is open to anybody in community in the community including people with mental health issues um, and so I do believe that there should be some level of security, but um, I'm, I am not a proponent of, of guns mm-hmm. at all. I'm, I'm against guns, and so having allowing guns in church to me just breathes, just um, uh, creates a, a, a environment for gun violence, for more violence, and that's not what the church is all about. Uh, and it also creates a violence. I mean, it creates an environment to keep people out, as opposed to letting people in. Um, you know, uh, uh, we, we, you know, getting back to the basics and in, in what we believe is understanding that God is our protector. You know, and um, uh, uh, as long as He is the sergeant of honor of the church, no matter how many guns come into the church we will be protected and be safe so i i just i have a problem with that whole mindset okay. um, and having guns um, in the church. right and this is this is what i'll say to you um yes yeah, god is our protector however the people in uh south carolina were in church in the sanctuary and was it nine people were still gunned down what do you say to that um I think it's it is unfortunate, and uh, and uh, for what I understand, the 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 man who who had the gun was sitting right next to the pastor yes, and the Bible, did Bible study. study with them. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we 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 don't have control over over what happens. Um, and but I, you know, I have to say, you know, who's to say if they had guns that that would have pre- prevented that from happening anyway because. They didn't know that he had a gun. Are they going to be standing there with the guns out and, you know, ready during services? I mean, you know, is that what come to as a community? Well, right. Well, that's what they're saying in Mississippi. They're going to create armed security squads for just that, that reason. And I guess they will be standing guard at the church while people are praising the Lord inside. It sounds a little weird, but that's what's going on. It's, yeah, and that and that and, and that and that is really sad. I mean, you have children in the church, families in the church. So you know, is the church going to become a police society? You know, that's the question that we need to look at. That's one of the questions. You know, that I would ask is they're talking about ch- churches becoming a police community now, because you know there's gun violence coming into the church. What's next? If, you know, so if we take it further. You know, people are going into communities and schools and shooting up schools. Are the schools going to become police communities with kids, young kids running around? They're going to look up and see, you know, armed guards? I mean, where does it stop?
1: You know, well, a-
0: like you say, that's true that they will be seeing armed, armed guards but like, um, we just recently, you know, a few years ago had the massacre at the school. So all these places, churches, All these places are 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 false targets. So, you know how do I I understand um, the hysteria or the concern people have just being an open target? You know what I mean? Just just sitting there, not knowing when a crazed person or a person who's angry with their spouse or whatever is going to come in there and feel like it's the end for them and take everybody with them. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of hard. I mean, it's it's. I understand God is our protector. I, I'm I'm clear on that, and i and I and I'm not a proponent either um, of the guns. But, but there has to be some some sort of protection for people who really want to come in and 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 give God the praise and glory. I, I don't know okay. how you get around that. Well, let's take it back to uh before the civil rights movement and during the civil rights movement when mm-hmm. black churches were being burned down yeah. and yeah. people were being assaulted, yeah. yeah you know they had problems with violence in the churches black churches we have always right. had problems with the violence in the church right and that the well that's true that's true and that's not about that that far so that's a good point yeah yeah so you know we we could take a lesson from them. Yeah. You know. Yes. What did they do? They just they don't you know, to come and, 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 and have service and pray for Lord. That's what they continued to do. Exactly. Even though, even though lives were lost on the way. So you're saying that we should follow their example and things will change. I I I I think I think we could. I think we could follow their example. It didn't and it didn't, you know, it didn't it didn't stop. God for moving in the church, but, yeah, I think that that's uh, a good example to follow. Okay. Well, I'm reading a couple of comments that um, I've read about this issue, and one is, the Lord would not support guns. Bringing a gun into church is simply immoral. A church is supposed to be a sanctuary. You go to church to relax and find peace, and maybe ask God to forgive your sins. If you even needed a gun in church, the person you are defending yourself from is completely insane. Any person willing to go into church and attack people belongs at a mental institution, and we know that, and yet it still happens. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yes. and and there in lies the problem. I think uh, uh, I think the bigger picture, and uh, my uh, Elder Baxter probably can speak to this. Even more is mental health in the church. The big, the bigger problem with that, when you talk about gun violence in the church, people who cre- who commit this, the the person is exactly right. Is people with mental health issues. So the bigger picture is that the the, the 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 source of the issue is not being addressed in church. Oh, okay. All right. Well I'm I is um Elda Baxter on the line. Let's see what she has to say about the mental health Yes. Yes, um, I sure. can you hear unit. Yes, yes, I can. Thank you so much for joining me, Elda Baxter. Um, what is your take on all of this from the mental health side? Well, there are many people within the church and within and without the church who have mental health problems and Unfortunately, you can't look at a person and tell when they are, when they have mental health issues. You have to go by their behavior. You have to look at the behavior you see. And um, I think that churches should be more aware of and talk more about, or even just recognize that mental health issues exist and address them through supportive counseling or have, Uh, some programs within the church to deal with specific mental health issues. And this person, what I don't know how to deal with is hatred because this person who committed his act in the church and killed all those people, he came out from a place of just pure hatred. And he has probably just been taken over by Satan. And unfortunately, there's not a lot we can... We can do about that. If mm-hmm. All we can do is pray about it, but we can't do anything about that. But on the other hand, where there may be mental health issues, we need to have, deal with them from a physical standpoint and yes. be able to help people by uh, helping them to understand Christ and what He actually does for us. Amen. And you just heard from um, Elder Baxter. Elder Baxter is a licensed clinical social worker and executive director of Lighthouse uh, Post. Can you tell me a little bit about Lighthouse Post, what it's about? Uh, Lighthouse Post is a counseling center and we do Christian counseling. We do uh, all kinds of counseling, but we also do, do marriage counseling, couples counseling, individual counseling, and we're dealing a lot. I've had a rush on depression. It seems like a lot of people are depressed and yeah. are not quite figuring out which way to go. We also provide school-based services where we, um, we call Let's Talk in the school uh-huh. system to uh-huh. uh, help kids help keep kids out of games and build their self-esteem and uh-huh. help them uh, improve their grades. And then we have a new program called Nurturing Fathers where we're okay. trying to help young fathers, 16 and uh, learn how to lecture their kids, whether they're with mm-hmm. the brother or not. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. That's great. And we were talking about that first part of the discussion, I think, where we talked about mental health issues and how, we, how the church are sometimes not equipped to handle um, those types of cases um, on the secular side. I think when a person is going through... have people because you have, you know, Satan's disciples out there and then you have the crazy. And like you so you can't always decipher who these people are. Um, <laughs> you know one thing is when I when I when I go to church every Sunday, I'm i I'm I'm aware of things that have happened in other churches, but never a time as a Christian am I going in church thinking that I need to bring some type of weapon to protect myself, um, from, from, from some lone claims person coming in there and shooting mm. up the place. Um, and I think that it's, a, it, it, it's, it's a matter of faith. I, I know this sounds simple, um, but you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, we, we become society, fearful as a Christian society of going to church. Mm-hmm. you know that's, that's the problem we don't need to be scared to go to church you know and i know this is a cliche but if it's my time it's my time, god forbid if mm-hmm. that's it but mm-hmm. you know it's just the whole idea of having weapons in the church breeds a fear that is is not of god that is not godly that is not based in god and the gentleman i appreciate his comment but um, he said what, what, off the cuff. He said he is an atheist, so yes. I mean, no, no belief in Jesus Christ. So right there, he's going to depend on his faiths and what he can do as a person. So of course, he's going to depend on what he can do, and it, you know, to the point to where it deterred him from coming to church. But if he was a, a believer in Jesus Christ, his whole mindset. Would be different, you know, because he would be looking at Christ and not looking at what he can do for himself, so I think it's it's layers it's it there's not uh, a one one solution subject there's layers on layers there does need to be safety yeah right. and, and the people need to be able to feel safe in the church i i am a proponent of that, and I believe that and the people who don't come to church because they don't feel safe that's a problem. But the other side of that is, um, like, like I said, this is not a new thing. And, um, having guns and sergeant arms at the doorways with guns showing is I just mm-hmm. see that that's a solution. Yeah, so, yeah. The, 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 the matter is, such the only place you can, you can get mm-hmm. shots to harm you, you could be in the grocery store. Many people have, Come back on jobs and kill somebody. Yeah, this is true. It's kind of irrational to it's irrational to me to think I'm not gonna to go to church because I might get shot. You can go right. anywhere and get shot. That's, not, that's true. That's, that's, true. that's you know, a good point. That's a good point. It doesn't point. matter. You could be anywhere. So uh, the place where you want to be is in church because you are. Whether you you could get shot in church. But at least you're in the arc of safety in terms of your belief and faith in Jesus Christ. But the right matter is you could be shot anywhere. You that's could true. walk out your front door and a stray bullet could hit you. So that it, is it's true. To to that's true. Me. I'm not going to church because I could be shot. Right. Yeah. Right. But the Mississippi but the Mississippi State government Amen. the Mississippi state government feel that this problem is bad enough, serious enough? Uh, uh, their their constituents must complain. Uh, they are scared, and so they have made it a law, and they have made it a law for people to bring guns into church. They're actually training people to stand outside there. There's a question here that says, "What would Jesus have?" Amen. Um, I do <laughs> <the laughs> <Holy Spirit. laughs> <Okay>, so. <laughs> Holy the, 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 the Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. So that answers that question. I'm gonna read a couple of other comments. Um, no, guns themselves aren't bad. We have no reason to take them with us I think all guns should be like home unless we're taking it to the shooting rate. I don't believe in any gun control. But that doesn't mean I think people should bring guns in the whatever. This, this, and then another person says, disrespectful, plain and simple. No certain hurt people need to remember this wasn't an attack on Christians. People, listen, no, certain people need to remember this wasn't an attack on Christians. People who talk about peace and love all the time sure speak eager to strap up. The NRA <laughs> love you, I'm sure. A lot of Christians spend Sundays spreading hate speech against gays. Last thing they need is a gun to stroke being hypocrite. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just went all the way in. How they should run their business. Yeah. Jesus Christ and the Bible does command us to obey the laws of the land. So we are obedient to the laws of the land, but we look to Jesus Christ as our government um, and our moral government, how we act, how we treat others, how we make decisions and everything that we do. So within the Christian community, if we are looking to Jesus Christ as our government and how we, we act in certain areas, I, you know, I I can't see us wanting to act the 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 segment of them intervene as far as public security. Right. So it's a slippery slope that that they're invoking. Yeah, going. I think it no, is. Right.
1: Well. it's a
0: deeper. I I agree with the fact that if they're gonna do that, what's next? And right, how does the government legislate that's, that's something that's never been heard of. That, that there's this imaginary, real or imagined separation of church and state in the United States. So, how can the secular make a law about what happens in the spiritual? There's something right. wrong with that picture. It just doesn't make a whole sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Here's another comment. Guns are designed to protect the innocent, the old thing that people take for granted. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. In today's society, we have people killing children in schools, killing people at marathons. (laughs) This is true, attacking people in their parking lots. There are radical anti-Christ people vandalizing churches. The Bible tells us to be harmless as doves, but wise as certain. I, uh-huh. said, I should to attend church to worship, but be prepared to protect our families if, if needed. So this is a person who is for bringing guns in, yeah. you know. But this this is another comment that was brought in. Um, a lot of times we can say what we're going to do, but if you're actually in the moment of something going down like that, where there is a gunman in the midst, um, there's no telling. You probably think you would react the right way, but there's no telling when when you're caught up in the moment. What do you think about that? I, that that is very true. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, you never know what you're going to do in a situation until you're actually in it. You can talk all you want to, but until you're actually you have faced with that situation with somebody, you're staring down the barrel of a gun. You know, right? Who right. Who, who knows? Um, that, and that's, a, that's another level, but at the that's same time, that's a, that's also speaks to the fact that even the person carrying a gun to protect themselves, who knows what they're going to do when, when they're faced with the possibility that they might have to use that gun to protect themselves. Will they be able to use it? You know, right. it, it, carrying a gun, right. in other words, for me, carrying a gun does not protect you from a person with a gun. Matter of fact, statistically, statistically um, more people have gotten shot with their own guns. People who carry guns <laughs> have ended up getting shot with their own guns. And yeah. so I don't, right. you know, they, I, like I said, I think people, the issue, there is an issue of people needing to feel safe when they go to church, just like our kids need to feel safe going to school, and just like Elder Baxter was saying, people need to feel safe, Um, you know, when you go to the grocery, but but wouldn't they feel safe, though, if if Mississippi, um, like they say, trained these people, trained armed security people, members of their church to protect, to stand outside and just to ensure that, um, I guess, but this 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 just came to me. So, uh, is everyone going to get patted down before they go into the church? <laughs> that no. no. Well, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good question. question to me. That's, a good, that's a good question because you can have all the armed security guards outside that you don't. Right. But unless you're checking everybody that goes into the church, you know, how would you stop that? And so, are they going to start putting metal detectors at the door? Exactly. Of the Exactly. And, and, and okay, That's that that, that really it. Yeah, yeah. it, it is it's a slippery slope, and there's another level to this too that it has to do with with race, because oh, okay. you know who's to say what um what you know who's to say what churches are going to get singled out more than others,
1: and you know yeah. as a a, a
0: a black community, you know we're we're always you know getting singled out for. I mean it's just it breeds, you know, what if somebody came to church? What if, you know, the black church, what if a gangbanger came to church carrying his gun? Is he going to get batted down and end up in jail? And he might need to come to church, uh, to, you know, want to give up his gun and his violence. So he's not going to be able to come into the church wow, that's because good. he's carrying the gun. You know, that's he's not going to be able to get, get saved or, or, or meet Jesus because mm. he's carrying the gun. You know, it that's, I mean that's, good. That's, a whole, that's, good. that's a whole nother level. It's, it's right. you know, it's multifaceted. It is multifaceted. But but realistic I guess a gang banger could bring their gun with the intention of uh laying it down on the altar. That could happen. Yeah. That can definitely, definitely, definitely happen. Um, that's a good point, Laura, the racial point of it. That is a good point. I, I don't know what the solution is, but let's let me read in a couple more um comments. A protection for church congregations. Churches who have armed guards to protect the congregation. Church members and guests should not have to worry about some crazy person coming into church and then having free for all. Church people should be safe just like everybody else. Keep people safe from crazy people. And then another comment was the state has no compelling reason to restrict the freedom in this manner. The state must have a compelling reason to restrict a, a given freedom from bringing a gun to church of that church is a if the church is a polling place for political reasons however if there are no other major political reasons with which to restrict lawful gun owners from bringing guns to church perhaps the only other exception would be when voters visit the church unless a reason can be given to which the state can defend a law a law in court, a court that restricts lawful gun owners from bringing a gun to church then gun owners should be able to bring a gun to church therefore I offer anyone to challenge this opinion by either providing a compelling reason in which the state would restrict the freedom from lawful gun, gun owners or by showing fault in this argument, in my argument. And you know, that's a, that, that's a really good comment and that's where my issue is. Cause my issue is, was like, can they, you know, can they do that? Can they? Uh, uh, Is that lawful to bring uh, um, a a, a gun, you know, to to restrict, to have armed guards at home? How can they lawfully do that? And it sounds like what that uh, person's comment was is that they can't, unless they have a compelling reason, that that's against the law to even create a law like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Any um, comment on that? Well, I think, our awareness is very important to raise the awareness of the community that such as long if one state did it, other states are going to try to follow
1: mm-hmm. now, you sure. need
0: to be talking about this and bring, it's a good thing to be talking about it and bringing out the points that are coming out to have a debate about what might happen because, as I said, other states are going to follow at some point. So okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. And we definitely need to put this on our frame. Amen. Yes. To say, I agree wholeheartedly to this. Another comment is only qualified users should have guns, those such as police officers who practice weekly and may be able to handle a panic shooting incident. A non-qualified individual, a CCW, I don't know what that is, with no other ongoing firearm training, Trying to shoot the bad guy in a church full of worshipers may not turn out as the, as the yes folks on the left expects. If an innocent person is injured or killed, the lawsuit will be against the shooter and the church and could effectively close the church due to, <laughs> due to financial losses. That is good because then if you have people holding guns to church, you sure have to up your liability amount. And how can exactly. do that. You have and to, yeah, have to and what insurance, that liability. And what, and then not only up your liability amount, but what insurance company is going to you know Yeah. You know, you can, yeah. That's right. If they do write it, they're gonna charge you a um, mess to to write that type of insurance. For sure. For sure. Wow. That that was a good point. But that, that is That is a really good point. So there's a legal aspect of it as well as not just a spiritual aspect of it, but, you know, there's the the legal liability and, and if somebody did come in there and you, let's say you have security and then somebody did come in there. They, you know, they shot somebody and it, you know, the whole church could be liable, just like the the person said. And so you know, the, the whole church could get shut down. I mean, right. the, 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 the legal aspect of it to me is is a big part of it. Um, but like I said, I think that um, the issue is people needing to feel safe. Yeah. And I'm reminded, of a scripture. I'm reminded of a scripture in the Bible where Jesus said that uh, people will be uh, running to the hills. For which I must say help. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so that tells me that Jesus what Jesus was telling us is that there is gonna come a time mm-hmm. where we're gonna feel safe. You know, we there's craziness going on. And Amen. no amount of security, no amount of guns is going to change that. And Amen. so, you know, I think it's a good opportunity with this discussion to to witness the people. Ooh. and let people know that Jesus Christ is real, That your only safety and your only peace is in Jesus Christ. None of us, none of our lives are promised tomorrow. None yeah. of us know. We can walk out in the middle of the street and get hit by a bus. Okay. We can walk out in the street and somebody can blow our brains out. We don't know. None of our lives right. are promised us. So right. we don't know how our lives are going to turn out, but the only thing that we can be sure of is that uh, Jesus Christ is real that he died for uh, so our sins and resurrected so that we could have eternal life. And I think that that is, and believers, that should be our focus. Amen. Because we'll never be able to feel completely safe because we have no control over what's yes. going to happen yes, tomorrow. Yes. that's true. All right, you just heard from Pastor Laura Baxter of the Ringers? Christian Church in Sunnyvale, California. On the line also is Elder Gloria Baxter from the same church. I'm going to pause right here. I'll tell you who we are. This is T25CL uh, slash Galaxy Radio. My name is Sandra Keys, and you are listening to Keys to the Kingdom. Amen. A new show on uh, T25CL. I am so happy, and I just uh, want to thank you, Laura, uh, Pastor Laura Baxter and Elsa Gloria Baxter for calling in and helping me on this matter. I'm going to call, let's see, I'm to do a couple of more. Uh, uh, T25CL is the all-encompassing entertainment platform. You can go on this website, and you can downloads or calls movies of independent artists and also music from independent artists. So and you can listen to the 24 seven radio uh, station music station that we have. So tune in uh, tune into T25 CL every day for your entertainment pleasure. All right, back to our last few minutes of this program. Our topic is on guns in the church. Amen. Um, Mississippi just allowed a law to go in effect that would allow churches to train members to carry guns and act as security guards during religious services and, and I don't know if I emphasized this part, and exempt them from legal action if they use their weapons. Here's another scenario. Mm-hmm. What, and, and you know how evil people are. What if somebody so, wanted mm-hmm. to use that? Oh, wanted to kill somebody and cause some kind of ruckus, you know, pretty plain Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, to kill somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's a dangerous law. That's a dangerous law. It's yeah. mm-hmm. a very dangerous law. Yeah. That's a dangerous law. That's a very dangerous law. I just, I, I, you know, I have a problem with that law. I'm trying to figure out how could they... Pass a law like that, that's I know. I know. I I don't understand what legal grounds they should pass a law like that and without any any legal repercussions if you shoot somebody. Yeah. they will face that that's written in the law. So that's that's giving that's written in the law. They will face if they attempted, I guess, to protect the convergence from whatever and they can prove that, there will be no legal charges Mm -hmm. against them. Knowing how laws go, I'll guarantee you that there's something in that law where somebody could go into church out of their own hatred or anger and a racial thing, it could be a racial thing, and, and kill some people and get away with it because they could rely on this law and there wouldn't be any consequences. Exactly. Okay. You know, there are many other laws that mm-hmm. try to exactly. get away with stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, men don't obey the laws anyway, and every law there's some kind of twist to it where man can mankind can wiggle out of it. So Right. Just like the law, law what was the law in Florida that allowed them that a uh, state security person uh-huh. to go and shoot the, the young kid stands around. Stands around, right? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Uh huh. That's the uh-huh. same uh-huh. kind of thing, right? It's right. Is. Yeah, yeah, and a definitely. woman ended up. Um, a woman actually ended up serving. It was in Florida. It's in Florida. She ended yeah. up like serving life in prison. She, her husband was abusive. Her husband was abusing her, and he came in the house, and she shot him. Um, and, and she, she, she fought it on the state of ground law, and she lost because the way they interpreted it is that she did something. She. She, she could have did something else, right. so it didn't apply. And then you have the other guy over here that shot the young man, the young black man yeah. on the stage of law law. Shot him in cold cold blood. Right. uh He he wasn't shot the black boy in cold blood, and right. he got off scot free. So got free. That, and that was the law, right? That was supposed yeah. to protect. The person yeah. from somebody yeah. supposedly attacking them, you know, and yeah. used it to hunt down a black man. Amen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then the woman, the black woman who was trying to protect herself from an abusive husband ends up going to prison. so that interpretation Bye. of the law was totally abused in in both of those cases. Because the black and, person and, was the yeah. one that, that got, up, got up on the back end of the stick on that. Uh, and I remember Exactant that lady, and I think she got out of jail, but she still has the face. Um, didn't they retry her or something? But I don't remember. Um, the thing that they gave her was like crazy. It was really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she try- I think she tried to get out, and they said no. They sent her back oh, or God, something no, like that. For a minute, yeah, and they sent her back. Yeah. Yeah, she- and it's just it's just so a lot like this. Would be um would just be be open up for interpretation and a, a, a right. mess.
1: A big
0: right. right. like free killing sounds like right. free killing. You know, yeah, yeah. Kind of a license to yeah. freely kill folks, long <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. kind of exactly. as they in the church house. Okay, exactly. And we as black people will probably be on the bad with the wrong industry. the Sick on that one. There's no, us. That's what I was. what I was thinking. I was like, you know, we would be the ones ended up either dead or in jail because the law right. somehow didn't apply to us. It apply and just like everything else, it was it yeah. would be. But I, think, I I I also think that you know the the church has been under attack for a long time in so many different areas, and I think this is another attack on the church itself. Is to even suggest that a law like this. Should be in the church. It just has no place in the church at all. Amen. Amen. I agree. I agree. Uh, Elder Baxter, did you want to comment a little bit more on that? Uh, yeah, David. <laughs> 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 That's okay. Uh, just let me finish reading this about the law. There's others in Mississippi uh, regarding the Church Protection Act uh, who believe it crosses it cross the line, especially since it does more than allow churches to have armed guards. It also legalizes and still uh, carry in halters without without a permit throughout the state. So, so-called constitutional carry and permits state officials from enforcing a federal gun regulation not passed by Congress. So, this law is just full of um, loopholes. Just of loopholes. loopholes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Yeah, it's too, it's too it's too serious of a law to be full of loopholes. Yeah, it is. When you, I agree. About guns, when you talk about, you know, we already have a problem with guns in this, in this country. In this society, and this is part we do. We do. And, and there are bills in Congress now trying to pass laws to get rid of guns. And so, you know, this, this might even be, you know, you talked about it might be uh, somebody from church. You know, this might be. Uh, a ploy of the NRA, you know, cause they're, it could be, it could be, it could be, you know, yeah. and so might be another way for them to build up the NRA, which is a, another layer of this because yes, it is. we always have a problem with guns in society. And now you're talking about bringing them in church. That's insane. That is insane. But that, but that's where we are today. And every day on the news, uh, just about there's some, so I think we've had like a little reprieve for the last few months, but there was a time where every time you turned on the news, um, there was a shooting somewhere and and, and we <laughs> all on. it was just one today or yesterday. Uh, oh was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So busy yeah. I turned on the news. But yeah, it's I mean it's constantly something that's happening and we all hold our hearts when we hear it in a school or a church, anywhere really, even people even people at work. I mean because if they're just sitting targets, we just never know. But like you said, we can't protect against it all because we just never know. You know, we just never know when evil is going to rear ugly heads or when somebody who's out of their mind is going to come and decide they're going to take out themselves and people. And don't forget uh, the terrorists, too, who are not either crazy or um, evil. Uh, well, they, I guess they are evil. But yeah, so. Yeah. Have the terrorist as well, and that's <laughs> for, not that's sometimes, sometimes for their religious, for their religious reasons whatever. So, well, you know what? That's a whole another layer layer of it because when you talk about bringing guns in church, you're not just talking about the Christian church. We have other religions, you know. We have the the mosque.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, you're talking yeah. about opening up. Not that mosques are full of terrorists, but you're opening up a doorway. For that to come into the, the church, you know, right, right. You can't limit it to one faith, you know, right. you, you can't, can't. You can't limit it to one faith. You can. We're 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 we're, we're there's multi faith in this country. So if it if it's good for the one church, it's going to be it's going to be across the board. And yeah. so, uh, people have different beliefs, different mindsets about that. And so it's just a a whole. Another level of issues. There's, there's true. There's a question here. If necessary, can they prosecute at the federal level? The law says that if they that they let's see, exempt them from any legal action if they use their weapon. Let's see. The Mississippi State just passed to bill. This is the state. Though. The Senate. The so, no, this is the Senate just passed bill that would allow churches to train members to carry guns and act as security guards during religious services and exempt them from legal action if they choose to the work. So to me that says um not even federally unless somebody bring a federal charge and try ch- and challenge this law, but I think that they are free according to the law um to be exonerated from that. They will not be charged at all for this for so the for the shooting. Yeah. Go ahead. Is that's That elder state, law, uh-huh. that's <laughs> state law, they might still be charged in federal court for violation of the person's civil rights. That's true. Well, depending on the circumstances of the shooting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. They might not be able to get off completely in the state because that's the state law. And Mississippi is one of the most punitive and racist states within our union. So we know that that. A law coming out of there, it's just, it's just I believe it's just laced with uh, racist overtones. So it, it could go in any direction. Okay. Um, so let me read this out one more minute, but let me see this. Says, let me get. Me it says, um the law, it also, the law in Mississippi, the Mississippi Church Protection Act, also <laughs> legalizes, that's what it's called, also legalizes concealed carry and a holster without a permit for the state so-called constitutional carry, and this prohibits state officials from enforcing any federal gun regulations. Not pa- Okay, so that's guns. Um, okay, I was just trying to see if I could read something into that, whether the federal um, government could prosecute. Mm-hmm. I, can, I, I can see that. Awesome. I can see. I can see the federal government coming in um on a specific case if it if it warranted that and and challenging yeah. it, yeah i can yeah see they that. would they they would have to but you know i could see i could see uh you know mississippi has been having some really weird laws lately but i could see the ACLU. <laughs> Your thoughts and opinions um, and some guidance was just unmatched, I'm beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, if there's yeah. no more questions out there, if necessary, can they be? If, if there's no more questions, we're going to close. If you were listening to Keys to the Kingdom, my the host, I am the host, Sandra Keys, with two with T 25 C L Galaxy Radio. Tune in every Friday. We're going to have so much to talk about going forward in the weeks to come. 7:30 uh, p.m. Pacific daylight time every Friday at 7:30 p.m. Um, write me. You can hit me on uh, Facebook at Keys to the Kingdom at Keys K E Y E S the number two of the Kingdom, or you can get me on Twitter. Amen at Sandra Key. Again, thank you so much, Laura. Pastor Laura Baxter, who is a very good friend of mine, and Elder Baxter, <laughs> it was a pleasure to talk to you. Did you have any closing comments before we close out? Um, God bless Pastor you, Baxter. thank you for inv- inviting <laughs> me on your station, and it was a very good discussion. Thank you thank so Thank you much. very much for having me a part of this discussion. Uh, appreciate it, appreciate <laughs> it. Thank, thank, you, El- here. thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you, Elder Baxter. Well, thank you all, and thank you for joining me. Tune in next week, again, at the Kingdom on 225 CL slash Galaxy Radio. Amen. Agape love to you. Bye-bye. Amen. Mm-hmm.